0: Joining us now on the line, former Black Cap himself, and now coach of the Otago Sparks, to talk a little bit of Super Smash and the Black Caps in Pakistan. It is Craig who joins us now. G'day, Craig.
1: G'day mate I would like to apologize if I', I left my phone at home I, I become the person I hate when I do radio and not
0: answer the call sorry <laughs> mate but you, it's summer at the moment so you know we're uh, it's very laid back and relaxed and you know you don't have to worry too much about it mate um super Smash uh, very much underway and I'm, I'm loving it um, as always uh, it's great having the uh, the men's and women side by side but uh, I'm not look I'm not liking the look of uh, cyclone hail which is moving in and is as, uh, as if rain hasn't really affected cricket enough in New Zealand over the past few months, do we? Uh, when do we make the decision to just start playing indoors?
1: Well, just make the decision to go to Central Targo. Um We played between Christmas and New Year, there and New Year's there, and had I think 30 degree days, and yeah, it's been it's been disruptive to say the least. I mean, we had not a bad you know, Christmas New Year period, but now and it makes it really tough for you know spectators when it comes to following the competition. It makes it tough for. You Know the players because they get no continuity, so yeah, it's um, but that happens It's at the Beckham. I can tell you, it's a beautiful day into Eden today, so <laughs> we could be playing today, yep. But um, yeah, fingers crossed we, we get through the next um, you know, sort of you know, week, and then um, the games are a little bit more spread out when it comes to weekends now, so hopefully, mm. um, you know, the weather gods can play nicely on us and we can get some continuity and, and everyone can do it because the competition, both men's and the women's, is very close, it's hard to work out you know, um, where it's going to end up with those top three. So we need to be playing, but we also need our fans to enjoy coming along and watching and not getting wet on the sidelines.
0: Absolutely. And if we if we do just look at the table, on the uh, women's side, the Blaze are well and truly out in front. Five wins from five. You uh, and the Otago Sparks sit in third. Two wins, two losses. How have you sort of assessed, I guess, the opening four or five games just as a competition as a whole? Uh,
1: very even. Yeah, the Blaze, um, probably no surprise uh, at the top, but um, the rest of us are sort of, you know, I think we're all sort of stuck at about third or fourth year. Um, we've we've been going okay. Um, we're trying to change the way we play the game. We're trying to evolve and, and try and turn the pass from being 130, 140 into 160. And irony is, we're, the two times we've scored 160, we've won the game. So we're trying to do that development stage, but, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, we're getting there, but we need to play them as well. That's, that's the other challenge. Unless you're playing, you can't we get sick of training. So, you know, we're going OK. I mean, I, I always have a saying, and it used to be the same when I played, is that you've only got to be on the dance floor when it comes to getting to the big dance to be able to have a chance. And, and then in and, and this competition, that's the top three. So, yeah. you know, whether you get... I don't know if there's benefits of playing at home in a way. I, I don't know the stats other than probably the Blaze who um, sort of win most of the time. But is there any benefit of, of if you end up second or third Do you benefit from playing at home? I don't know if you do. I I think um, everyone's pretty used to playing around the country. So if you can make the top three, you give yourself a chance to getting into the top two and and then you give yourself a chance. So, you know, that's the way I always look. I don't also, it's really important, we're trying to develop the game. So winning is important, but also developing um, our style, as I mentioned, is just as important because... We want to help our white ferns become the best in the world, and to do that, we've got to develop the domestic game and and give them the best preparation to become white ferns, and allow the white ferns to play the style that'll be competitive at the top level as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You've you've been coaching uh, the team for a few years now, and I'm sure you you say you're learning stuff every season. New challenges, new obstacles. What's been the I guess the the big challenge for you this year? Has there been something different that you've sort of had to had to face in 2023?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the first time I've been full-time now, like the last two years I've I've had a full-time job and coach, so I don't know if that's a good thing, Sam, not, I've got more time to harass the players, <laughs> um, I'm sitting there, um, I, I just think we've got, we, what's really good now is I think we've got far more resourcing more in the game, I mean, I think all of the head coaches are nearly full-time now, it means we've got opportunity to work with our players um, and help develop their skills, and um, being able to develop the skills will mean they did develop as cricketers so that's actually a benefit um, we are in a stage as I said where I think we're all aligned to, to helping transition from the standard that we've been playing to a new standard and with that will come a few bumps in the road but we're all aligned to trying to make sure development's really important our biggest challenge is going to be the level below uh, around under 19s and even under 17s but we need to start um, you know, producing or lifting the skill level of that area um, and with that will come time and it will come resources, but it's a really exciting time and, you know, we've got cricketers now who can be semi-professional, not quite uh, professional, unless you're a White Ferns, but they're getting rewarded for playing. Um, and that hopefully means we've got young, you know, young girls in, in high school saying, gee, was cricket could be an option for me for the future instead of other sports, so mm. we've got to capture that, we really do, but the most important thing is even though you get paid and even though you might have more coaching and you might have more resources around we've still got to make sure the game's fun Mm. Um, if we don't make the game fun at that level they'll go and play touch they'll go and play rugby they'll go and play netball they'll go and play tennis so that's what we've got to try and do when it comes to our pathway but a really exciting time and I think people will agree and, and I'm slightly biased but I've been involved for a couple of years is that the female standard now especially in our Super Smash has really taken off and You know, we're seeing really quality cricket start to be played. We're not there yet. We're not at the finished product, but I think you're seeing the, the areas of development and what we're trying to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like I said before, I, I really do enjoy watching them side by side, the men's and the women's. So um, it is a fantastic comp. Um, Craig, we've only got a couple of minutes before news. I did want to talk to you about, yep. the, uh, about the Black Caps. Uh, early Saturday morning, uh, I was up in the wee hours and one of my favourite images in Test cricket is, is day five, ten players around the batsmen. All three, <laughs> all three results in play. It doesn't get much better than that, except it was ruined. Ruined by bad light, which, uh, which left a, a sour taste, if I'm totally honest, because I feel like both teams had a chance to win.
1: Yeah, and I, to be honest, I was there still at quarter to two in the morning watching from my hotel room in Hamilton, and yeah, maybe, I mean, we've just got to be careful, because I, you'd never see the true picture on TV, because you don't see how dark it is, but we are talking about an entertainment value, and maybe, you know, I love test cricket, it's five days, but to walk off then, is that the best thing for the game, when we could have had an outstanding result either way? Mm. and. Um, you know, that, that doesn't sit well with me, even as a purist in understanding the rules, that we, we could have had a brilliant result. But, you know, they showed a lot of ticker. There'll be a lot of questions around should have done this, should have done that. But, again, you and I are still sitting there at 1.45am watching a test match um, overseas. And you've got to say that's a good thing. Um, I think we're in a transition time a little bit with the way we play. But it's really exciting now knowing that we've got a whole lot of cricket coming up at home. Uh, it changes the way we play, Sam, when it comes to our time We go from having three spinners to going back to four seamers. Um, you know, so the way we're playing. But you know, it's going to be an exciting time for the Black Caps. They are going through a transition under Tim Saudi. And um, you know, I still think they're a very good side. And, yeah, I was a little bit flat too when it came to the end result there because we could have had a brilliant one either way. And I, I wouldn't have minded us losing that Test match because we had a chance to win it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, and it, and like I said, it was very exciting to watch. Even if you, even if Pakistan had got it over, I just I enjoyed. Like I was, yeah. up, I was yeah. up, at, I was up at midnight thinking, oh, you know, I'll go to bed in, in in the next twenty minutes or whatever. And I like like you, I was up till two a.m. So uh, it, it, it kept me hooked. <laughs> so I mean, you, you did sort of touch on a few things here. Obviously, the uh, the transition period and Tim Southie's captaincy, and uh, you know, a lot of people were were making a big deal of the fact that he was constantly walking up to Kane and constantly, you know, asking him for, for advice rather than sort of doing it himself. But I think that's part of this transition. Period. I mean, you can't just, I guess, overnight, just take the reins and turn and turn a corner completely. So I sort of liked that he was leaning on came for that experience. But do, do you think? Um, or can you help explain a little bit? Maybe the decision making around you know the new ball became available. We didn't take it straight away. We we chose to stick with with the seamers rather than you know getting East and and Bracewell back on. Could you could you justify why Tim might have made those decisions?
1: Yeah, I can. Well, in a way, because. Yes and no. No, I can't, because we are playing a different style of cricket in a different country that we're completely not used to. I mean, we're not used to juggling three spinners. Mm. We know how to rotate our seamers. We know how to use seamers very well, but we're in a situation there where we've got three spinners, and how do you use them? They can bowl longer spells, and the irony was probably our third spinner, Michael Bracewall, was probably the most successful, so all of a sudden, the way that you maybe plan things um, had gone up in the air, so you know, I, Tim was great. I mean he's he's leaning on Kane. Of course he's going to because Kane hasn't even really been in that situation very often, um, as a captain. I mean playing in the subcontinent, playing in Pakistan, they've never played there, trying to work out do we take the new ball or not. Well, in New Zealand you just take the new ball. Yeah. Without a doubt, and you throw it to your seamers. So a whole lot of the things that they were getting put into, they haven't experienced themselves. So, um, you know, they'll look back and maybe think of, Yeah, we could have bought in a bit earlier and those things but when you're asked to do something for the first time again, you, you're not sure what you're quite meant to be doing. So, um, you know, I was going, should Matt Henry still be bowling? You know, get Henry off. And then he got a wicket. You know, <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, um, it, it was a different style of cricket that we're not really that used to. But when we come home, we play our four seamers. We don't even play a spinner, which I think we've got to change. Hmm. But, um, you know, that's our natural. That's our DNA. And we were in the complete opposite. So, um, you know, Again, they're sitting there asking themselves what do we do here and they've had no experience of what they've done in the past. So that's why you've probably got bigger conversations, more people involved and they'll learn from that and next time they're there
0: they'll be slightly better for it. Yeah and I, and I do agree with the with the spinning angle. I, a lot of people I think were um, yeah w- it was great to see more spinners involved in, in a New Zealand cricket team and I even had an Australian guy text me saying gosh you guys have so many spinners available it's crazy. It, you know obviously doesn't know that we don't play them back in New Zealand but I agree I, I'd like to see them used a little bit more. Uh, just before I let you go Craig uh, Jacob and Zach in the under 19s this week in Christchurch is there uh, any space in the Super Smash schedule for you to get on the boundary rope and, and offer some coaching?
1: I won't be offering coaching. Uh, (laughs) I'm hoping maybe to get up in the next couple of days just to go and sit on the bank and hide under a tree if I can get a chance and just watch. Um, They're they're their own identities, they're their own boys and um, you know it's it's, I'm just a dad. They reach out every now and then. Jacob's obviously been playing for the Volts and um, a chance for him to actually really nice to go back and just play with his mates Mm. Um, and and Zach's couple of years he's still got another couple of years and under 19, and he's a different he's a leg spinner batter, so he, leg spin, don't come and ask Dad about that, um, <laughs> but yeah, but hopefully hopefully just um I don't say much about them, I just yeah, go and hide and try and stay out of it and let them be themselves and enjoy themselves and um you know, it's always nice when you see your two sons playing together in the same team and you know, you just hope they have fun and enjoy themselves because it's a tough game, but um, you know, they, they handle things pretty
0: well. So, um, you know, I enjoy watching them and they enjoy playing. Yeah, awesome stuff, mate. Uh, yeah, looking forward to see how they go this week in Christchurch as well. Uh, thanks for coming on, mate. Good luck this weekend. I know a tough game against the Blaze. That's going to be a good sort of yardstick yeah. for your team. So, uh, so good luck for that one. And uh, thanks heaps for coming on. Thanks, mate. Sorry
1: about the fun.